Previously on Tales of Asperon. A young human man named Thurbash and his recent feline companion, Hele, find themselves in search of a hero at a makeshift camp within the White Leaf Wood. Um, looking at the tent, you can see that there's a clear claw mark on the side of it. What did you find? I think my hero is in trouble. We need to go find him. Their hero is in grave danger. Alea, a jovial elven woman, steps off a steamboat hours later and finds a wounded man at her feet. <gasps> Are you okay? And I bend down, trying to help him up. She saves this man's life. Tedward Edwardor, a promising adventurer, thwarts a robber in the small river town of Homestead. Can I, can I real quick make sure I'm not going to get shiv? I've been shiv. He's struggling. He's struggling. You see him reaching back. I dial H for headbutt. He rests at the tavern called the Hearth to record his heroic deeds. Now, these four stand around the comforting warmth of a tavern's fire pit. In fear, Thurbash reaches out to extinguish the flames. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation again and instantly put out the fire. Then, the creature dwelling within erupts in a magnificent blaze. You forgotten just like me. The fire kind of disperses across the room and you hear a sound. It, it sounds like a harsh wind suddenly gets cut off. Now, our four adventurers find themselves trapped within the tavern called The Hearth and at the mercy of a creature born in flames. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Tales of Asperon. If you're new to the show, I'd advise starting with episode one. Otherwise, you might be a bit lost. This show is an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast. Now, what does that mean? Once a month, we sit down on our desks and leave our everyday lives behind to pretend to be someone we're not. We record it and put it out here for you to enjoy. Together, we will weave a beautiful story for you, second by second, page by page. And the best part of it all is we have no idea what will happen next. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with, Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. This just means that sometimes we roll some 20-sided dice to figure out what happens next in the story. For those of you new to this kind of thing, rolling high is fantastic. And rolling low is very bad in most cases, but also hilarious. I wonder what will happen this week. Will our adventurers burn down a tavern? Get into a fistfight with a cat made of fire? Or maybe just sit down and have a nice lunch? Let's roll the dice and find out together. So right now, the four of you stand around this fire pit. The fire has now roared down and dropped to a mere simmer in the wide iron rim pit or, um, in front of you. Toddy stands with his back against the bar, his hands leaning up against it as he stepped away from the flames in fear and surprise. What the hell did you do? Did, am, I, am I the only one that just saw that? Okay. I'm glad that I'm not going... Crazy. Yes. What is this whiskey you gave me? Ooh. Toddy, 
slowly looks around to all of you. Did did anyone else just see that, or was it just me? Yeah, I remember like five minutes ago I asked you if there was a demon in your fireplace, and you said no. Um, guys, uh, as Aaliyah is looking out of a window that is reflecting the inside of the bar. Guy, guys, I, what's happening? Uh, uh, I'm going to go look out the window. Am I seeing myself from behind looking out a window? Yes. You stick your head through and you look to the right and you see the young man who was with you who extinguished the flames with his back against the wall right next to you. Somehow I these... climb through the window. Ugh. You, yeah, you climb through and it, with astonishment, Alea, you look behind you and see that Tedward has stepped through the window into the other side of the tavern. These two wow. outlooks are now connected somehow. What did I get myself into? This is a very funny joke, but I would like it to stop now. With, with, with all due respect, um, this isn't a joke. Oh, that is not good. Have, have, any, have any of you seen anything like this before? I'm going to clap my hands and my book's going to fly over, and I'm going to start just flipping through it, like under D for demons, <laughs> devils. Yeah, I've seen loads of demons, but none of them have ever pressed in space before. That's new. Um, Aaliyah's going to walk over to the fireplace and look into it. Uh, excuse me, magical cat demon. Excuse me, please. Hello? Thurbesh is going to slump against the wall and sit down. The whiskey's now hitting his system really hard. <laughs> he just drank three glasses in less than an hour, so... And he's never know. drank before. And he's never drank before, so... Alea, your voice echoes through this now quiet, intense tavern, and there's no response, or save for the occasional pop of the um, embers and the flames. Uh, I'm going to stand up straight, turn around to the group, and start to panic. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does this panic look like? Uh, she just starts like walking back and forth, uh, shaking her hands, mumbling to herself. I can't be in here. I need to go see. I can't be cursed again. This can't be happening to me. As you say this, um, Toddy walks past you and makes his way to the door of the tavern, and he grabs onto the doorknob and, ah, what, what the hell? And you look and notice that all the metal and the handle of this door is a bright glowing red, and Toddy's hands are burned. Let, let me help, and I'm going to attempt to cast um, Ray of Frost onto the doorknob from my slumped position kind of like way too far forward. Since you're very drunk, just roll me a dexterity check with cool. disadvantage. Awesome. I'm not very good at dexterity, so that's great. Yeah, that's a total of six. <laughs> um, you you raise your hand up and coalesce this cold energy from your hand and let loose a burst. And normally this, this type of magic that you manipulate is fine and precise, um, but it just kind of comes out in a spray of frost and like slushy snow as you see it impact on the frame of the door, and it gets all over Toddy's back. And oh, that's strange. I'm gonna Thurbash turns his hand towards him and takes a look at his finger, <laughs> fires it at the wall next to him to see if it still is like messed up. A little bit. You think this this new drink has done something to you that you're not used to? I'm just gonna sit here. So while seeing the, the door frame is cold, 
Toddy reaches out his hand again um, and grabs onto the now cool door handle and is turning the handle and pulling and pulling and the door seems to be held in place somehow. Oh, I'm going to go help him. You quickly saunter over. Give me an athletics check. You see Toddy struggling with the door. Okay, so that's plus one. <laughs> I crit failed. Um, <laughs> you put you put your hands on the um, the handle of the door. It's kind of a long and long and tall, like iron pole. So both you and Toddy get your hands on it and start to pull and pull. And the door, you can feel it bending against your strength. And then your fingers slip and you just tumble backwards onto the floor as Toddy kind of falls with you. And you both fall into a crumpled heap on the floor. And Toddy goes, uh, I think we're stuck here. Oh. Alea lights some incense. That is not good. Uh, I'm confused as to why everyone's panicking. There's a hero upstairs that they can ask for help. The hero? Uh, who the man upstairs who's resting? It's this man we've been following through the forest. You mean the, the, the poison man that the priest brought in? Yeah. He's, yes. a, he's an adventurer. A hero. From what I've seen, yes. Well, go go wake him up. We don't, get many, we don't get many of that type through here. He can probably Standing help. right here. That hurt. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll go. Haley, you mm. um, walk up the, the, the back stairwell um, just behind the bar um, and make your way up to the, the guest rooms of this inn. And you make your way down the hallway and open the door to the guest room where the poison man was sleeping. And when you open it, you see a scene that was quite different than the one you left to come downstairs and see what all the ruckus was about. Mm -hmm. The bedsheets of this um, small single bed are torn with burned claw marks. There is a faint trace of blood on the wall that you can see to the left, clear as day, fresh. The glass of water that was left for the, um, the man to drink when he awoke is knocked on the floor and the water is spilled. Your so-called so hero is gone. All right, I check under the bed first. Okay, roll me an investigation check. All right. Solid 15. A 15, okay. So you peek under the bed, and it's pretty clear. Um, though you can see some of the floorboards underneath are also charred. Hmm. All right, Haley immediately begins to panic and runs back downstairs. Heavy footfalls as Haley, in a panic, rushes into the room. Haley. Hero's gone. Hero's gone. Look, are, and Toddy goes, look, are you are you sure you didn't bring this with you? Because I've been in this tavern all morning, and there was nothing like that here. I don't Probably think so. is the hero. No, I can't be. Dun, dun, well, I dun. mean, we know nobody can leave. His, I have a his confession room was to make. torn to shreds. I have a confession to make. This is all my fault. I'm cursed. I brought it over here. I'm so sorry. I They're thought bad. it only had to do with plants, but I guess not. Now we're trapped in an interdimensional plane and don't know how to get out, and we're stuck here forever. I'm so sorry, everyone. The rush is gonna lurch up, putting his hand on the wall. Oh, he's gonna I go over to help. Stomp all over and kind of put his hands on uh, Aaliyah's shoulders. No, you're okay. Everything, and he's like patting her cheek. Everything <laughs> is okay. Uh, Alea's gonna grab his shoulders and shake him. We're all gonna die, don't you whoa, see? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was fun. 
while you're all freaking out and panicking. Toddy walks over to the fire pit in the center and he's kind of looking at it. You see him lean in and he goes, Hey, can can any of you read this? It looks like there's writing writing on the inside of the the pit. That wasn't there before. I'll run over and check it out. The minute she leaves, Thurbash on the floor. Wham! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurt. I'm going to follow closer behind her. Um, so you both walk over and you see that inside the pit, maybe exposed by the, um, the roaring blaze, you can see writing intricately carved into the iron ring that makes up this pit. Um, and it's glowing with a heat, maybe left over from the flames. Can any of you read Elvish? I can. I can <laughs> drunk. also. Okay. Definitely not. I can barely read common. <laughs> <laughs> so when you flip through that book, you have... right. Yeah. For, so when you flip through that book, you have no idea what it says for the most part. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, you know, I, I skim. He paraphrases. <laughs> I look for my own name, which is written in there a lot. Keeps my attention <laughs> focused. Clearly in Elvish, um, you see the words written three times. An offered tale brings comfort to the soul. An offered tale? Offered tale brings comfort to the soul. T-A-I-L or T-A-L-E? <laughs> Sorry. It's like, got a tale we could cut off. Tale as in story. <laughs> okay. Haley hides his tail. <laughs> <laughs> Alea's just going to jump up and try to and go towards the magical flying book that's taking everything down. Mm-hmm. You, you have stories. Right now, it'd be writing down about me chugging away with all my minus one intelligent points, trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on. <laughs> um, the book kind of flaps in your direction, and as you kind of reach out and point to it with your finger, it flits up, like flaps away about a foot backwards. Haley's Look, I'm, incredibly I'm invested now. Trying to think, but if you guys want to read that, all you got to do is ask it to hear the saga of Tedward. Uh... I want to hear... Tedward. <laughs> All right, well, as soon as he says that, the book would fly over and it would just plop down in his hands. Yep, opens. Opens the book. Oh, the words are moving too much. <laughs> He's going to throw it. He's just going to throw it. Um, You throw the book, and as it leaves your hands, it kind of twirls and tumbles in the air and then just goes back to flapping around like a little bird. Uh, can I please read the adventures of Tedward? Yeah, that'll work. The book, the book, <laughs> the book immediately stops. Uh, I put my hands up to, to reach for it. It lands gently in your palms. Nice. I guess we have nothing to lose, right? Let's learn about you, Tedward. And so I'm going to start reading the story out loud. <laughs> very much. <laughs> so I'm going to start reading what, what are on the pages out loud. Um, Andrew, do you know what's on the pages? you want me to describe pages? this? Okay, yeah, sure. so I don't. I actually don't have anything literally written down, so I'll have to fix that later. But basically, the book is just describing in ridiculously flowery language, like the the first phrase. Tedward the, the Great and Magnificent was born on a humble farm, but soon after the destruction of his family in the jaws of the great dragon Flangenflorf, he struck out. <laughs> to make a name for himself after strangling a harpy and making a bow from its intestines. Like, it's all, it's insane. Like, you you know most of it's not true, but you can look through and you can see stuff even from earlier today. Like, when you healed the guy and uh, we met 
when talking to the priest. It's all written there, and according to it, half the town was destroyed in the fight I had with the mugger. But it's all blown to absurd proportions. <laughs> because the mugger was a giant. This... this... what is this? Literally, it just happened, don't you remember? I... Haley's reading over her shoulder. Fascinated. What, a I'm... giant? Yeah, yeah, like like 20 minutes ago. You were you were oh. at least in the vicinity, didn't you see that? No. I'm gonna look back over to the fireplace, see if anything is different about it. <laughs> um, so looking over, it looks like the heat of it has died down. Um, and the words are gone as the, um, the iron has cooled by now, um, just from you guys flipping through this book. Um, and Toddy is sitting on the bench, looking down into the, the ash, uh, the remains of the wood that was in the fire pit. Um, and he's mumbling to himself. Can I see out the window still? Is it still open? Yeah, you can just see right through the tavern. Looks okay. like it looks like you're looking through an infinite mirror. Um, I'm gonna close it and then hand it off to the closest person to me, and then go over by to Toddy. Um, as you get closer, you hear him. I knew I shouldn't have bought this place. It was a mistake. <sighs> oh man! Oh man! Oh, he's he's like panic spiraling very quickly. How long have you had this place? Um, you look over and he, he looks up and immediately like puts his hand on your shoulder. You got to get us out of here. You, he's uh, panicking. Uh, his breathing is uh, very heavy. His eyes are wide. There, there. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, we'll figure something out. Um, roll um, me a charisma check. Did you get I don't even know. Oh, oh a five. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> he's still um, freaking out. Again, his breathing is heavy. Um, his eyes are wide. Um, and he, my uncle gave me this place a year ago. He got it from my grandfather when he passed away. I didn't even want the place. And now it's trying to kill us. Mm -mm. This yeah. is this is bad. I. Mm. What do we do? What do we do? Um, here, hold this, and I'm gonna like take off like my shovel and my bag and just like hand it to him, and then I'm gonna sit down by the fireplace. And can I in, use investigate? Can I just investigate that? Uh yes. Roll me a investigation check. So you're looking down into the fire pit again, um, with the ash. Um, and looking where the words were originally appearing. They're not there anymore, um, almost mm -hmm. as if the heat exposed them. Um, looking down into this pile of ash, you see it shift and move a little. Um, and it kind of shifts and tumbles as if like a breeze, like a gentle breeze passes over it, which is strange because... I have an idea. <laughs> What's your idea? You look over and... I have like a vein visibly bulging on my head from the strain of getting an idea. <laughs> it's a new sensation. Um, I'm like, you look at me and I'm like repeating the words. I'm like an offered tale, an offered tale, an offered tale. As if 
different intonations will somehow give me an idea. So then I walk over to the fire pit and I whistle my book over and I look through it for a minute with mm -hmm. this look on my face like I'm trying to choose which one of my legs I should cut off, like oh. which one I'm going to miss less. <laughs> and I, I go, this, this chapter is pretty boring. And I tear out a page from the book and it kind of chirps angrily for a minute and then it just kind of buzzes off and keeps writing. And I put the torn out bundle of paper in the fire pit and I take out my steel and flint and I light it on fire. Um, as you do this, um, you watch very quickly as um, the paper burns, it starts to smolder at first and it lights much faster than you expected. Um, it grows into a flame that's about a foot high and you watch as these inscribed elvish words that you can't read um, on the edge of the fire pit qu quickly oh, quickly start to glow, yeah. And you watch as the center of the pit parts a tiny bit, and you watch the, the, the paper and the flames sink down beneath, and it seals up beneath it, and the letters vanish again. And with that moment, you hear the sound of a glass clinking over by the bar. When you look up, you see this thin black cat perched up on the bar. It's very similar to the, the creature that you saw in the flames before. Tall point, like tall pointed ears. Um, its eyes are like a, a vibrant orange. Thorbesh is gonna slide on his stomach all the way over to the tip <laughs> of the bar and kind of climb ever so daintily all the way up to the top of the bar, supporting himself with his arms. I. The cat looks over at you and its eyes narrow. Um, I'm sorry. And it, it looks away from you um, and regards you, Tedward. You cannot trick me, criminal. You are, no, no. you are no hero, just like the man, the fool you brought into my home. Hey, now. I am so a hero. And I snap <laughs> my fingers, and the book comes over, and it opens up in front of the cat. Read him and weep. Come on, come on, look at that, look at that. That's at least five pages there. Heroic deeds. Great stories. <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Giants. Boom. Got him. Demons. Got turned into a puddle by a witch. Then I drowned the witch in my puddle. Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like, well, hold on a minute. I have to look at my, like, tiny charisma score. It's minus. It's like, okay, it's, it's a zero. So it's seven. Seven? Yeah, my roll is seven. Igni looks at the book and looks at you, and you can clearly see um, it's as if one of his eyebrows are raised. How are you doing that? You don't have eyebrows. Criminals lie, they steal, they cheat, and they kill. And as he says this, you notice Toddy next to you, his mouth is kind of agape. And he's looking at the cat in confusion, and he goes, Midnight? No, you... You left a long time. You left when he when when grandfather died. Toddy finishes his sentence. The cat steps off the counter and slowly starts to walk towards him. Do you guys do anything? Mm. Still I'm staring. A, I'm visibly <laughs> irritated at having my hero status challenged by a magic cat, but I'm not doing anything. Except he's walking around the room astonished, trying to see everything at once <laughs> at the perfect <laughs> angle. Um, I'm near, uh, Toddy, right? 
Yeah, I would say you see the cat walking towards both of you. The cat's walking directly towards both of you. I'm just going to, like, look at it. <laughs> okay. Maybe crouch. As the cat's walking forward, it says, So, you are the one who has taken the home of my master and neglected me for so long. And as you do, its fur catches on fire. Um, and Toddy, Toddy takes a step back. It's really rude of you not to take care of your pet. And <laughs> as you say this, the cat bursts into this virulent flame and leaps towards Toddy. Um, and in a brief moment, it absorbs him. What? Absorb? <laughs> so the cat bursts into this virulent flame and leaps towards Toddy. What do you do, Leia? You're the one closest. Um, I fall on my butt. <laughs> okay, as you're falling down, you watch you watch this flame wrap over Toddy and just pour into the floorboard as there's a massive scorch mark on the floor and Toddy's gone. Thurbash is physically backing up in his drunken state as far as he can to the farthest wall. He just keeps going. Even if he's at the wall, he just keeps going. Oh my god. Did okay. he kill Toddy? You don't know that. Um, you saw him en encapsulated in these flames and there's a big scorch mark on the floorboard. Is the cat still there? No, the cat's gone. Bailey's quivering behind uh, Thurbash. Thurbash is against the wall, so he's backing into you. <laughs> you're quivering. <laughs> he's on the floor, backing into the wall. So you're being squished by him. No, 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 no. Um, is there anything off about the scorch marks? No, they're just black, quickly charred wood. A faint scent of brimstone. Okay, well. Well, it liked the story, kind of. Not really, but it worked. <laughs> it did something. Maybe we just need to, to, to make a better story. One that's not um, about a... a uh, she stumbles over her words, and then she just says hero. <laughs> 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 a different story, you know. Um, so who among you has... What are your passive perceptions? 15. 15? 11. 11. Oof. What is that? My words? passive perception? It's just going to oh, be 10 man. plus whatever your perception bonus is. Uh, perception is uh, wisdom. wisdom. Oh, it's wisdom. Yeah. Oh, it's 8 then. Mine might be less. Oh, it's still minus. Um, <laughs> so, Alea, when you're looking at the charred things on the floor, um, maybe this is just your experience living alone for a while, but a thought comes into you to take, take in your surroundings. And you look around the room and you notice to the right of the bar, there is a door and the cat appeared a little bit to the left of the bar, the door on the bar. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go investigate that door. You you reach out to turn the handle and the door is locked. It's locked? Um, yes. Is there like a keyhole yeah. that I can look through? Can I try to look through that? Um, yeah, roll me a perception check with disadvantage because it's a small dark hole. Um, I got 10. Peeking through, it's very dark. There's definitely a room on the other side. Can it's, anyone get this dark. door open? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I oh, see if he's inflating his skills? <laughs> I'm going to just run and shoulder check his door. <laughs> give, me, give me an athletics check. Okay. Um, so that's plus five. Uh, 18. 18? Um, Alea, so you turn around and Tedward's already rushing at you. Um, <laughs> you, you quickly step out of the way as Tedward's shoulder checks the door and it bursts inward. 
and the light from the rest of the tavern pours in. Um, and before you guys, you can see it looks to be the back office of this tavern. Can everybody make a perception check real quick? Um, just do it. Just do it. A perception check? Yeah, yeah, just do oh, it. Yeah, Why? What's happening? 15. Okay, so <laughs> as the crashing from the door dies down, those of you with an over 10 perception check will hear Tedward literally humming his own theme music. <laughs> <laughs> what does that sound like? Hold on, what does that sound like? Oh, it's really like a person who's tone deaf trying to do music. I don't want to hurt anybody anymore. Yay. Thank you. Wait, what? How big, is, how big is Tedward? Like big man size, like six feet tall and six feet wide. I'm a human. Okay. Six feet tall and six feet wide. Good God. I'm, I'm, I'm just a thick human. Thick with three C's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So ahead of you guys, yeah, you guys see um, a darkened office. There's a desk at the back. Um, off to the left, there's a wardrobe up against the wall. Um, the door is open, and you can see an array of clothes inside. There's kind of paperwork and scrolls scattered across this desk. Hey, the head's in. The first thing that catches your eye as you walk into this room is sitting on the desk, there is a picture frame um, kind of pointed towards the door. Um, the glass on it is all dusted and worn. Um, it's hard to see with the picture at this distance. But the, uh, but the light, yeah, the light reflecting off outside catches your eye. You reach over and pick up this frame and dust it off with your, with your paw. It's covered in dust now. Um, but you see what looks to be a colored sketch, an illustration of Toddy Ringwald, the owner and proprietor of the tavern. Previous owner. A man, a man standing <laughs> next to him who you, you might guess they're related in some sense. They don't look exactly the same, but there are features that carry through. And then in between them um, is an old gentleman hunched over. Um, he has a cane at his side and a big wide brim straw hat and a beard that goes halfway down his chest. Um, and sitting on the ground in between the feet of the old man is the same black cat you saw. I go to Tedward and show him the picture. Is this, this is a cat, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is the cat. And you said the, the picture frame is dusty, right? Yeah, I mean, he wiped off the dust. It's been yeah, sitting okay. there for a long time. Aw, poor little guy just, he said he doesn't want to be forgotten. Clearly misses that wizard. <laughs> Ignited the barkeep. Can you roll me a constitution check? Sure. Hasn't been that super is long. A twelve. Okay. You're not you're not super sick yet. <laughs> <laughs> what else is in this room? Can I can I look around? Yeah, uh so off to your left you clearly see there's a wardrobe that's kind of partially opened. There's also a small window at the back off to the far right, like kind of closer to the door that you came in through, um, is a footlocker. I want to look through the window. Okay. Um, this window is small and dusted, but you um, undo the little latch on it and open it, and inside is just a dark room. Um, roll me a perception check. Disadvantage, because it's so dark. Disadvantage, disadvantage, man. You're talking <laughs> to me. I got a five. Okay. Um, it's hard to see. There's stuff in there. It could be a storage room of some sorts. Hard to tell. So, exactly. 
Um, there's a window in a room that looks onto another room, but there's no door. Yes. Secret room, guys. Secret room. Pseudo secret room. There's a little window. How small is the opening? Uh, I mean, this window is like just barely big enough to get your arm through. It's it's old, so it might have been part of like an older construction that was changed later. All right, I'm gonna go through his stuff. Okay. Um, roll me an investigation check. Looting already. All the stuff that requires mind powers. <laughs> that's intelligence. So that's minus one. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, so first thing that catches your eye is again the wardrobe. You walk over, um, and start pulling out Toddy's clothes. Looking them, looking at them. Yeah, it looks okay. Might be your size, a little big. Um, but. You're kind of digging through and just pulling out clothes. Um, and you see a shirt that kind of catches your attention. You're like, ooh, that looks nice. Um, and it's a little far back, so you reach in to grab it. And you put put your hand up against the back of the wardrobe to grab this shirt. And as you lean into the, the back of the wardrobe, you feel a, a piece of the wood push back. And you hear a click. Um, I'm still I'm still really caught up on this allegedly nice looking shirt. I don't think it's <laughs> something Ted Wood would notice. Oh, okay. Um then what what would be a nice shirt Ted Wood might I'm a, I'm a one track mind. Is it made of metal? No. <laughs> it's flannel. Is it <laughs> it's flannel. You know what? <laughs> yeah, let's let's say maybe the pattern is confusing. The pattern is confusing. <laughs> so you're like what? Oh god. It's moving. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you as you're reaching out to grab this shirt that some for some reason has caught your eye your hand leans against the um the back of the wardrobe and you feel a piece of the wood shift back and you hear a loud click and at that moment all of you hear the grinding of stone from outside of the tavern like from not outside the building i mean from in the main room of the tavern i'm still there so yeah so while you're standing at the door, you hear the grinding no, I'm of stone. On, I'm on the floor. I'm lying down. Oh. <laughs> I'm lying down this whole time. Okay. It would be amazing if he was lying on the trap door. <laughs> I'm going to go investigate the grinding sound. It came from over there. Okay, so... Um, Who's grinding out here? You guys step out of this, this back office, which is a little packed for the whole group of you. Um, and you see on the floor spread out in like a like a star pattern is starfish. yeah like starfish on the ground um you see thurbash and he's pointing over towards what looks to be behind the bar um and with a quick peek over it you see that the floor of the bar has shifted out of the way and there's a stone staircase leading down below the tavern what is it i can't see uh Alea is just gonna just gonna just gonna go. She's not even gonna think about it. Okay. Where are you going? I follow wearing a fetching new shirt. <laughs> What's the pattern of this shirt that he likes? I don't even know. Okay. That's, well, think that's exactly the sort of thing Tedward would have a hard time describing. <laughs> How would Andrew describe it? Well, the thing is, he wouldn't. He would just ask the book to describe it. <laughs> and the book would say, it was a mesmerizing pattern, but even more so for having graced the form of Noble Tedward. <laughs> it's plaid. <laughs> it's like red plaid. Khaki plaid. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, so you, they'll help their best to get downstairs. Okay. Um, you help them up, and you guys make your way down this winding, dark spiral staircase into the depths below the tavern. Um, so the four of you descend down into this spiral staircase beneath the tavern. Um, it's a wide spiral. To your left and to your right, you can see what look to be old and misused torches that have since dried up. You quietly walk down um, as you hear your footsteps kind of echo off the stone. What's the um, the order here, like the marching order? I'm first. Okay. Tedward. Tedward would be second. Yeah. Mm. And then it would be Thurbash and Hele together. Yep. Doing okay. his best. Doing his best. <laughs> okay, so... You make your way down the staircase. It goes down maybe about 30 feet, you might guess, um, down into the ground below. And ahead of you is kind of a, a long, curved hallway. You can see it goes off into the distance, maybe about 40 feet ahead. It's very dark. Like, you guys can't see down here. There's no light. Uh... So Tedward can't see. I can't see. Evie, uh, mm -hmm. I don't remember the race of Aaliyah. She's a half-elf, so she does have dark vision. Okay, so she can see about 60 So, feet, right? yeah, you can see everything in black and white. Though in total darkness, it's still, you'll still have disadvantage because it's dim okay. light or for you, but... And I think uh, Haley can see because he's Tabaxi, and I think Tabaxi have dark vision. Yes, I can. I have dark vision. So, between Haley and um, Alea, you guys slowly make your way forward. Alea, how are you handling your walkabout through this tunnel? Um, uh, confidently, she's just strutting along. <laughs> okay. Um, so you get about 20 or 30 feet or so into this curving tunnel, and you feel your foot catch on something for a moment. It's so minimal, it almost doesn't catch your attention. Can I get a dexterity check? Oh, God. She should not be leading the herd. Is, um, Tedward just, like, blindly walking behind? <laughs> yeah. Aaliyah? I'd have I'd have like a hand on the wall, like yeah. You're with with your sound. You this tunnel's small enough that you can just kind of like he occasionally bumps into you while you're walking. Yeah. Um, and Alea, you're not sure exactly what or why, but you feel like a rush of wind past your face, and you hear a, um, uh -oh. and you look over and you <laughs> think you see a dart in the wall that just missed your face by an inch. Oh Jesus. We're lucky that went sideways, because if you ducked, I'd literally take up this whole hallway. <laughs> I can't dodge. Um, can I, can I pluck the, the dart out of the wall? Yep. Um, does it, can I investigate it? I don't know. Yeah, it, it looks like a small, very old dart, wooden body, tiny, tiny little needle on the tip. With your dark vision, you can barely see that it looks like there's maybe a coating of liquid on it or something. Hard to tell. Um, I would like to wrap it in some type of fabric and put it in my pocket. Why'd we stop? Oh, don't, don't worry about it. it. There just might be some traps littering around with some possibly poison, probably poisonous starts. Just watch your head. What kind of tavern is this? <laughs> uh... um, so she's just going to continue onward. Maybe a little more hesitant in like that she'll like keep an eye out on things but she's still pretty confident in her <laughs> strutting so you guys follow her down this long hallway um as you go through you don't encounter any more little dark things like that seems like it was just the one 
Um, it's not really secure if it's just one. That's scary because that implies they thought one dart would do the trick. <laughs> so what was on that dart? <laughs> this is all I'm going to need. Um, but you walk down this hallway for another 30, 40 feet. It's a long and slow curve. Um, and you make your way to what looks to be a heavy iron door. You can't exactly see color, but there are bits of the door that have this kind of shining, like lighter colored inlay around it. There's no window and there doesn't seem to be any kind of handle on it either. Um, but there is a hinge that you can see on the left side. I, I, I will investigate it. Uh, you said there's no door handle? Mm -mm. And it's an iron door? Iron with this kind of lighter colored, like a metal inlay. Um, um, let me describe. I... Let me describe it a tiny bit better. So there's a section in the center. This is the thing that catches your eye. The rest of the door is a solid iron, but there's a section in the center with two kind of concentric circles and a little tiny bit of pointed metal in the center, almost like a bullseye. Pointed metal. Yeah, like a tiny, tiny bit. Like the size of a dart. Oh, <laughs> clever. Uh, roughly, yeah. Okay. Um, and there's no... Can I check if there's any other weak spots for it, of the door? Uh, yeah, so give me an investigation check. You guys all suddenly stop as Alea starts checking out this door. One moment. Oh, damn. Natural 20. 22. Ooh. So while you're, you're, you're looking for, um, like, structural weaknesses, or are you just trying to in learn about the door? figure it out um yes um, a natural <laughs> yes yeah. who made the door um you're not sure exactly how or uh, where you <laughs> kind of remember this but the door is made of metal and you notice that the um the concentric circle if you look very very closely in the in the inlay of the door you can see these iron or these very faint cracks in the metal that almost look like braces as if this center circle is supposed to rotate and undo these metal brackets that are keeping the door closed and in place. Okay. Um, and running your hand over it, it, the little point is roughly dart-sized, but it doesn't look like a receptacle or anything like that. And you kind of reach your hand out and start to touch this little tiny like metal point on it, and your finger pushes it down. This thing is only maybe about a half inch big, by the way. It's it's pretty small. Um, but while you're like poking at it, your thumb pushes down on it and you hear like the grinding of metal and you watch as these two slits open up. Somehow by a sheer stroke of luck, you've managed to unlock this door. <laughs> <laughs> no biggie. And the door swings inward slowly. And you see a darkened room ahead, circular. I will check for traps. Okay, well, <laughs> roll me and investigate. Haley and Tedward, what are you guys doing at the back? Thurbash is just kind of chilling out on Haley's shoulder in a drunken stupor, watching as this strange half-elven girl that he doesn't know who she is, is like fooling around with a large door and is bewildered, to say the least. Can you roll me a constitution check? Sure. Great job of vomit fun. right now. <laughs> I rolled a natural twenty, so it's a twenty-three in total. <laughs> so sober. While you're yeah, while you're you, the door is creaking, your stomach starts to churn, and you go, and then the feeling passes. 
Whatever this, whatever this angry drink was that he gave you, it wants to come back. Uh, it's coming back I, for a vengeance. No more. <laughs> Again. Haley's just rubbing his back. While the upset he can't see past uh, Tedward. But yeah, Tedward's taking up most of the hallway. Um, I got a 21, by the way. And wow, I also lucky. will look back and be like, uh, hey, if we ever get out of this alive, I'll make you some ginger tea. Don't worry. <laughs> what is ginger? <laughs> Man, he um, is uncultured. He's uncultured. Even I know that. It's a person with red hair. <laughs> <laughs> Alea just kind of, kind of like nods and like, yeah, I guess. And then she's going to continue to look for traps. Okay. Um, stepping into the room, you don't, you don't find anything. You don't notice anything weird. It seems like whatever was set up up there was just a preliminary scare okay. somebody away or, but you don't, um, you don't encounter anything moving forward. I'll describe what you can see in the room ahead. So ahead of you, you see this kind of wide circular room at the very back, the very back of the room, directly across from you. There's another door similar to the one you just saw. And over to your left, you can see that there's an old out of use table covered in vials and dusted over beakers of fluid. And up from above, there's like a little hole cut into the stone that's emitting a very, very faint light. So. For the rest of this, we can consider this room dim light. In the center of the room, you immediately notice a fire pit that is very similar to the one upstairs, the one in the center of the tavern. And surrounding this pit, you can see an array of metal stands that have open books on them. Some, some open, some closed, but they're surrounding the pit in a circle. On the right, up ahead, there's a large lounge chair, seven feet long, old, and misused, and you see an unconscious toddy laying on his side on the couch. See? Pets can't hurt you. They love you, even if they secretly hate you. And then I walk over to check his pulse. Um, give me a medicine check. See if he's alive. So, oof. Yeah, you... I got a seven. Oof. Um, you don't feel a pulse, which is disheartening. He might be dead. Just kidding. But he is breathing. What? Um... Well, because if you don't know exactly where to look to find a pulse, you're not going to find a pulse. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have your hand on his elbow. Where's his we have pulse? A <laughs> the inside of your elbow is actually a great place to look for is a pulse, it? Mike. Okay, fine. What's the worst place? Outside, no. He meant the outside of the elbow. Yeah, outside of the elbow. Um, the weenus? Yeah, the weenus. <laughs> Why are you touching up his weenus? <laughs> While she's doing this, I look for the hero in the room. Um, Haley, roll me a perception check. I uh, got an 18. Um, looking around quickly, you don't see any evidence of this man, uh, the hero or that you've been following, but you do hear um, a faint noise come from the other side of that door on the other side of the room. Haley immediately goes to the door and tries to open it. Once he leaves, Thurbash again collapses against the wall. <laughs> come back. Um, your, stom your stomach's getting a little sour. Maybe you maybe think you're getting hungry, but the um, alcohol you took hasn't tried to climb its way back up yet. <laughs> hey, like, you're standing at this door, um, this iron door, and you can hear conversation on the other side. Can I make out what they say at all? No, this door is real thick. It sounds very muffled. Uh, I try to open it. Um, there are, there's no handle, 
and you can't see a clear, easy way to open the door. What's it made out of? Um, so this door, it looks similar to the, the one you guys just opened, except this one is fortified. And it, with the light that's coming from the coming above the table now, you can tell that it's inlaid with strips of silver. The door is he very heavy duty, and it doesn't look like there's any any clear mechanism. It still has like the concentric circles and things on it from the previous door, but its make and function is different. Hey, we'll call out to Chedward. Can you open this? I hear people behind it. It might be the hero. Um, okay. Tedward, what have you been doing while this has been shaken down? Just kind of walking around pretending I know how to read those books. Um, well, so when you look over, you notice that you can read some of them. It looks like a bunch of scrawled notes in very fractured common, which, ironically enough, makes it easy for you to read. It's like my inner monologue on paper. Some of them are written in a language you don't understand. Um, they're all kind of written with soot, though. Um, they're written with soot? Yeah. Interesting. But just a couple that catch your eye. You see the words dust storm, windswept pass, Dreamwalkers, robbery, and oh man, your intelligence isn't super high, is it? <laughs> no, it's it's like uh, quite low. Okay. <laughs> um, you're not sure what it means, um, but it, someone's been writing down a bunch of random things. There's a lot of them though. Um, Ooh, I just had a thought. There's a little baby thought brewing in my thought mind. I wonder if these are all stories that it's been given. Yeah. Because they're all different, and they're written in soot. When you say written in soot, is it like somebody got their finger sooty? Yeah, and, like and started painting and it? started scrawling. Yeah, it's not written wow. by a hand. There must be like four words on every page. <laughs> yeah, it's it's vague notes. Okay. So this is like a cult room, like books and stuff. Mm, probably not magic if I can read any of it. It might be magic common. Common magic. It's, Maybe he just made his pet live forever. It's just a bunch that of That like, would books. be kind of a sweet plot twist here. Yeah, but it would also be sad because no one's been taking care of it. Mm. Or Igni. Somebody's calling at me? Yeah, Haley, over by the door. All right. So it's a, it's a metal door? Yeah, a heavy iron door with like a you see silver inlay all over it. Mm. Pricey. No doorknob? No doorknob. Keyhole? Listen, um, there are voices from behind. Wait a minute, what? There are voices behind the door. I'm going to listen at the door. Um, perception check. Okay. Let's see. Uh, 14. You put your ear up to the door and kind of listen. And through the metal, like reverberating, you think you hear the voice of Igni. And it says, You and your friends killed him. You will. I'm going to knock on the door. <laughs> the, the voices stop and the room is taken with silence gonna knock again louder as your hand starts banging on the door you hear help me help help did everybody else hear that yeah it was pretty loud Igni, it's not nice to take hostages <laughs> no that's a bad that's a bad thing um what's the can I investigate the glowing uh, instrument yeah, um, so, so you don't have to roll investigation or anything for this. You walk over, just based on your roll earlier, um, you walk over to this table and you see a bunch of like glass vials 
um, and these big beakers that are kind of filled with like an old brackish fluid. There's a little tiny rack of these vials that are all kind of lit and it looks like they were labeled with like paper and ink, but it's long since faded. And above the table, you see this little circular hole kind of carved into the stone and there's light pouring out of it. And you kind of quickly reach up with your hand. Are you being cautious or anything or just checking it out? Um, cautious, but curious. Okay. Um, so you reach your hand up, you feel like a smooth, flat surface. And when you push against it a little bit harder, it comes loose and kind of falls down into your hand. And it's a small crystal, like circular. Um, maybe about four inches across, and it's just glowing with a light. Whoa. What the hell? So I have a crystal, I'm holding a crystal that's glowing, right? Yep. Thurbash is going to slump on over as best as he can, one hand bracing against this small circular wall, and he's going to kind of meander over to where Aaliyah is, and he's going to take a look at this crystal in her hand, um, and attempt to do Knowledge Arcana in his drunken Oh, okay. Um, roll me an Arcana check. With disadvantage, I'm assuming. Um, I'm going to say no based on the nature of your magic. Okay. That is a total of 11. Light magic? It doesn't look harmful? You haven't seen anything like this before, but... Thurbesh hasn't seen a lot of things. Yeah, he hasn't <laughs> seen a lot of things. Somehow someone shoved a bunch of light in this rock. Wow. This crystal. That's pretty. It's light. <laughs> it's a light rock. Um, Smooth jazz, light rock. While you guys are having this conversation, you hear a voice from the other side of this door. Leave now or I will kill your friend and then come kill you. Mr. says, we have to go. We, we can't even leave, man. You sealed off the outside world. Can I go investigate the door too? Just yeah. go look at it mm -hmm. with the crystal in hand. And I'll, I'll you know what? I'll help Thurbash fill my arm Thank I'm around you. him. Just drag him along. You're nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you make your way over to the door with this little light crystal in hand. What do you do? Uh, see if it fits anywhere. Um, so you take the crystal just to make it easier to see um, and put it up to the door and move like over it, like you're looking for spots for it to fit. And you notice something interesting. There's no place for this stone to fit, but the light of the this stone in your hand is illuminating things or on the door that weren't there before. And you see what looks to be some kind of symbol illuminated by light that is a pair of cross swords with a small flame in the middle. And if you look where the two hilts of the blades intersect with this circle, you can see a faint mechanism that looks like it can be pushed. Like right where the hilts would be. Like right where you would grasp the swords if these were real. I push the button. You reach out quickly and push both the buttons and you hear the same clicking mechanism you heard before. You watch these two concentric circles start to rotate and the symbol breaks apart. And you hear the, or whatever kind of mechanical supports are keeping this door sealed, slide apart. Um, and the door gently uh, creeps open towards you. And inside, uh, you can see the room is lit by Igni, who's currently ablaze, sitting on the floor, staring at the poison man, the hero that you guys have been kind of, or that Hele and Thurbash have been tracking. His back is up against the wall. 
He's wide-eyed, and he has, like, what looks to be faint burns and soot marks on his, like, his arms. His shirt is a little tiny bit charred. Um, and as the door slowly creaks open, Igni looks over his shoulder at you and kind of glares. What do you guys do? We probably should have had a plan before we opened this door. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really consult anybody on that. <laughs> you see a button, you push it. That's the end of the story. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What do we do? <laughs> Alea's gonna slowly close the door back. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it a push close. Alea's gonna stop her. Hela, you quickly reach out and grab the door. We push it open to try to help the hero. Got to. I mean, is he a hero? How do we know he's a hero? Yeah, where's his book? He beat up a bunch of bad guys. What? I think. He that's beat Roberts. He beat up Roberts. I saw it. Roberts. That's right. Thurbash, roll me a one more constitution check. Oh, boy. That is a nat one. Ooh. Finally happened. Mm -hmm. As he says, they, they beat up Rob. <laughs> and he, yeah, he, he's, he quickly steps off to the side and vomits on the floor. Ah. Uh. You feel a bit better, though. I'm okay. Oh, no. Why couldn't you have thrown up on the fire, cat? <laughs> <laughs> um, you hear Igni go, Tell me where to find your boss. The man who did it, tell me. And the man is just kind of sputtering and backing up against the, the wall further and further. Um, since you the door is still ajar, you can see Igni moving closer. Igni, wait. Wait. Ooh. Um... Can, maybe we can help. My grandmother said all problems can be solved with a little bit of talking and getting to know one another. Um, roll me a persuasion check. Oh, God. Um, 15? As Igni is approaching the man and as the flames are slowly growing bigger and bigger, they stop for a moment. He looks over his shoulder. I am listening. Hey everybody, thanks for sticking around to the end, and I hope you enjoyed the story so far. I've got some great news. We've been approved to publish episodes to Spotify, so you can listen to us on the go. All you have to do is type Tales of Asperon in the search bar and pull us right up. As always, you can still find us at toapodcast.com or on Twitter at Tales of Asperon. If you really enjoyed the show, share it with your friends and spread the word. I'd love to share stories with as many people as we can. If you'd like to write to the show, you can now reach us at talesofapodcast at gmail.com. That's talesofapodcast at gmail.com. I wonder what these knuckleheads are going to get into next time. Hopefully it's not arson. Also, seriously, take care of your pets, people. They might kidnap someone and probably try to burn your house down. See you soon.